this is Moss Whelan and Story in Mind. I'm just going to lock the door. So the, the Vancouver that I know so well has returned. The, <laughs> the illusion of summer is definitely over. And I think I've worn the wrong shoes, but we'll, we'll find out. So what I was uh, just working on, uh, which is connected to promotion and all the good stuff, promotion and marketing, I was, I've, I've been aware the last couple of days, uh, say I'll, I'll return to sort of going, oh, why aren't people engaging? Like say they're just posting, um, but also, I've been there. I, I know what that's like. It's uh, it's a bit weird to get out there and you know to be hobnobbing and um, connecting information, sharing stuff. Okay. So what I'm what I'm doing, the topic is working with the local science fiction convention. Uh, it was cancelled so it was, was cancelled last year and they postponed this year. So this will be the second one that they've skipped. They, us, we. Have I become part of them? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I should even show up for the if they pull it off. And two, yeah, expectations. Because, you know, it's already... Um, the reality is that I have met, you know, I have been in contact with a number of people. and uh, So e even if it is over and it doesn't manage to get back up on its feet, which I hope it does, obviously... <sighs> And two, I've, I've worked myself into this volunteer position that's fun. And I, you know, I get to go and look around for content and um, connect people locally. And so uh, there's an AGM today, an annual general meeting. I grew up with that kind of stuff at my commune, which you might think, oh, well, that's against, you know, <laughs> the nature of things at a commune. But, uh, you know, even, even socialism requires structure. And two, it wasn't, it wasn't completely socialist, communist. Yeah, there were those elements in that, but then there were people who were um, <clears throat> true blue capitalists. So I'm. Um, I just saw the other day that <laughs> there was this post. Uh, I'm sort of up on it. Yeah, yeah, because the the AGM was posted, you know, earlier. Maybe a couple months earlier, they talked about when it would be. It's at least a month ago, so it's not completely out of the blue. For myself, it, it feels like they're, you know, it's that I require a disconnect. You know, I'll just I'll go do my thing, and I'm I'm not I won't interfere. Say it would be better if I didn't interfere because I. I'll, you know, I'll get upset. So it's all about that letting go of control. But also, too, I've, I've had moments in doing what I've been doing recently where, say, I'll notice somebody, say, has edited something or added something, and I'll have that sort of bristling of 
no, this is mine. And it's not. And, you know, eventually, you know, it's going to get rid of me or I will get rid of it. Uh, at the moment, it's, it's, a, it's a mutual symbiotic situation. So yeah, so why do this thing? There is this purely, um, and too, there's this illusion of local. You know, all of these people are on the internet and, you know, some of them can be, occasionally people will pop up in the, uh, at the VCon Facebook page and they're halfway around the world. So they're not going to be there for the convention. Or maybe they have some kind of connection. You know, back in the 80s or 90s, back in the 70s, they had gone to VCon and now they've stumbled across the page and it's like, oh, hey, what's going on? Uh, people across the border in the States. And as well, there's this network of conventions. And this, this is sort of dawning on me. I can remember when I was just, I knew there, was other, there were other conventions, but uh, as I've gone along, I've started to connect. And, the, and one's name gets around. To what degree you say, boss, oh, so if I do this thing, so it's gonna sell lots of books. Forget about that. <laughs> That's over. That's over. And then obviously, obviously that's not entirely true. I, I, I'm arguing that the opposite because it's... Uh, I do require something. Um, I've had disappointment as far as the social aspect goes. Uh, C'est la vie. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. But I have. I, I think it's sort of like, say, a... And two, I'm... I'm broken. And it's... You know, it's easy to imagine that others are broken as well. I have had fun. But also... You know, some stumbled across moments where um, <laughs> sort of just drama. And once again, that's life. Uh, oh, a, a good example of connecting with people has been um, through the Zoom meetings, and yesterday I managed to, you know. The stars aligned, and I managed to tune into a a Zoom, and it was folk music. So this is science fiction, fantasy, folk music, and it was it was great. Uh, at one point, it got really emotional because because we kind of all know that the jig is up. Moss, what are you talking about? There's a golden opportunity all around. But say that we're heading into um, desperate times. So, desperate measures. But, you know, there's going to be people who are going to freak out. They're already freaking out and uh, just, I think it was even yesterday. Uh, yeah, I saw a post that here in Vancouver, a uh, hundred people got together without masks and did some kind of social event downtown, so in the heart of the city. And <laughs> right there, it's a super spreader. Uh, not supposed to meet in, in that large number. And even if... There isn't, you know, say, uh, you know, an outbreak 
um, there could potentially be, you know, a massive outbreak. You know, what if each of these people gets infected and then goes home? So we have a hundred uh, branches, a hundred relationships. And I'm sure that they're all strutting around today, you know. Oh, I'm fine. Nothing happened. <coughs> uh, yeah. This one of the supermarkets uh, near me has started up, uh, has made masks mandatory. And I was thinking about it, thinking about contacting. And just suggesting it and say, hey, you know, don't you think it's about time? So they've done it, but at the same time, they're not, it's not a sort of, uh, they don't have a guard there. I've seen other stores doing that, where they actually have a security guard who's stopping people and around the masks. And I keep getting the feeling that it's sort of easing people into this, it's a, this transition. Uh, probably too historically that say it's a known that people are some people are resisting some people are not on the up and up I had a very good conversation about you know what is uh, what is a vaccine because I I had always think, thought of it as a kind of magic potion rather than you know it's a weaker virus it's a weaker version of of the virus that has, you know potentially is going to kill you so how does this connect locally <laughs> well the local convention potentially the local convention will turn into a virtual convention they're still planning for it they have a hotel set up and everything. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. There's not... Uh, I'm hoping... There's interest on the Facebook page and there's been some, some fun. And uh, sharing some interesting stuff and memories. Uh, so yeah, so that's been good. And as I said it before, it's this letting go of this process. So right now it's a question of, do I attend the AGM? Because I could just sit there and listen. Or do I just kind of sit, not in an ivory tower, but just sort of go, you know, that's none of my business. You know, I'm not interested in that stuff. Part of me, I've worried that, you know, my appearance, you know, say, you know, I stepped on toes when I volunteered and, you know, that I contributed to, you know, its current situation. And I've got to sort of, I've got to get away from that and just remind myself that it, this has been a learning experience and I've, I've picked up a huge amount of information and uh, that there are these new connections. I don't want to go full on and say there's friendships, the connections. And what is it? I'm hopeful. <laughs> It's a, it's a weird situation when, say, I know that it's a really awesome experience, sort of confidence builder to, to attend, to volunteer. Like, say, when you know that this is what you're doing or you're heading down the path of, you know, you're going you're gonna to make books. And, uh, you know, where, where, where do I meet people? Where do I build these communities and uh, 
get on the road. Is the road to these conventions, is it going to be virtual from now on? It's a weird situation. We have a, a virus that has not behaving <laughs> all around. You know, it's not... Uh, this is something, at least for me, I, this is something new. And, like, as we go along, it makes sense, but it's still bizarre. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't stay in your lungs. It, uh, it's everywhere. So, so what are we going to do? So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep going. The other thing for me is I've been running into exhaustion lately where I'll just poop out, uh, going out for a walk, stretching exercises. It's all good stuff, especially the walking and uh, getting past the, the very normal fear of, uh, you know, you forget your mask, you end up talking to some neighbor and you walk home, you're infected and then you infect your, you know, loved ones. I'm out for a walk early. Originally that suited my state of mind. There's one, you know, going out with PTSD, it'd be a bad day and I'm, uh, what is it? There's, it's, you know, hypervigilance. And so it's, it's not comfortable. Whereas this is more comfortable and, uh, it's a bit colder, <laughs> but it's good to get out and recharge. And, um, and see, that can be said for say building community. I saw this checklist, mental health checklist, and it was suggesting that after you take care of, of your physical needs, then, you know, get to work on community and uh, making these connections. Uh, for me, I've got to alter. It's very much like, say, altering the perception of success, you know, and, uh, oh, when I get publishing, you know, when, I, when I'm published, regardless of what type of publishing, that, that you know, I'm going to feel better, that's going to fix everything. Uh, I'll get my trophy and my applause and I'll feel great. Maybe you will. I've seen some posts from writers that seem to have this thing all figured out. And I suspect it had more has to do with just a, that there is a better consciousness of uh, interaction through social media. You know, so, you know, people will be contacting them and saying, in virtual public, you know, oh, I loved your book, or, or uh, congratulations. And all you have to do is say, thank you, thank you so much. But if you're not used to that, and you're all messed up about <clears throat> that there isn't this distinction between yourself and the work, say that it doesn't define you or you don't define it at the very, you know, end. Obviously. You know, I always go back to the more of an acquaintance and a friendship uh, a writer who's, who's said that they are the book. Meta, met, there's metaphysical, it's a metaphysical comment, metaphysical statement. But at, at that point, you know, you are everything, everything is you. And, you know, at that point, why be upset? Because that was, that was the response. Here I am offering constructive criticism and this, you know, other human being is getting upset. Why is it necessary to be critiqued? If you're looking for support, if that's what it is, then go to a convention. Go to a literary convention. 
uh, go to a science fiction convention built on literacy. Well, not literacy, but anyways, books. Because it's, that's what it is. It's about fans, it's about literature, stories. And that's why the support is. You know, other writers supporting each other. And there's some great stuff. There's people writing stuff that is hilarious. And it, it's a reminder of the diversity. You know, that there's not one way of, of doing the thing. thinking of one writer who's shocked uh, I, m- I remember this moment where they it, you know this sort of jolt where they realized that they'd con- they'd committed a faux pas but at the same time nobody told them and, you know I didn't tell them of this writing faux pas <clears throat> or say somebody who's offering to pay you know that you have to you have to pay money for constructive criticism you know and then you know maybe i'm sliding by and i'm saying well yeah but that doesn't help right it's not helping the writer and it's not helping <laughs> moss moss you're getting in trouble because the you know editors are going to come down hard editors are great and perhaps it's that the the writer has a, sort of achieved this kind of plateau and they just need a second set of eyes or just say copy editing i always go back to this failed experience of i i you know i paid to get some editing done and what i got back was some copy editing you know and, oh that was very creative and i just in my the core of my being i felt ripped off because there's so there was so much potential, but the other person, they weren't there. I wasn't there. <laughs> and I'd taken all of these classes and I'm going, but I it feels like I know more than you know the editor. And for all of the mistakes that say get made, I, I that I would make. Yeah, you want a clean manuscript, but you know. Development, development. Where's the development? Where's the comments? I had this great uh, writing group experience. So just, I just got, I got invited to a writers group, and it, it turned out to be three people, and myself included. So myself and two other people, and. Um, they were involved in the group for some time. And it was... There, there was this talk about the text, but I found, I mean, maybe too, it's because, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic and I'm, I'm hurting. And, uh, you know, I'd say, you know, I say, I wanted to talk about the stuff we're working on. And it was fantastic because I could see how important it was to these other two people. There was this joy, sharing, and something different happened than a critique or feedback or constructive criticism. And uh, I got to talk, it was great because I was so focused on character. And then when it came around to my turn, because all my questions were character, usually. And then it brought up some great stuff. And then when it was my turn, I, I kept talking about character. and I was brought back to this kind of balance of, no, 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 tell us about the world building. Tell us about the plot. Not, you know, not so much story. It sounds like you got the story figured out. What's the plot? So I set it up. I used my book. Um, it was great. I could come in with a different perspective and um, a bit of realism. 
Because you could go through all of this and then be miserable. Which is important. Because that's, you know, that's a red flag. That's saying, okay, I'm not doing it right for myself. And that's tough because you end up making something, hopefully, that is. That is. And, and, and then, you know, your people, hopefully, find it. Right? And then there's that one person to whom it means everything. And it's for them. And, and you. <laughs> it's for you too. Uh, so, yeah. So I'm, I'm there. I'm there fine. You know, still figuring it out. Is it 25 years later? Plus? Still figuring it out. But at least I know the territory, and at least it's uh, it's getting clearer and clearer. Gee, Moss, what was this topic about for this episode? <laughs> this might be one of those episodes where it's just, just talk. But the, but the situation is about getting together with people. Even though it's not real, you know, it still has these moments of the suspension of disbelief and that, you know, we're in this shared space. Uh, right, yeah, okay. I like too where in in the writers group I got to I got to see a poetry publication and it was great. It was it was wow, okay. You know, and seeing this potential into the amount of work this person had put in uh, into the publication. So anyway, it's very cool. You know, and this uh this, this this delight is now hurtling through history, right? And it's going to outlive its... Uh, I think there's creators. I think it's a couple people involved. And this inner critic is going, yes, but it's a, is it poetry? <laughs> that kind of, you know, the definition... Who cares? Just go do it. Make it. Whatever. Enjoy. Enjoy your life. Remember, that's the um, United Nations scientists' advice. You know what we should do in in the you know as we hurdle towards mass extinction. Let alone personal extinction. You know which we. We're used to, but as far as species extinction, what? You know, what do we? Well, <laughs> shouldn't we do something? Yeah. You know, you 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 let everybody know. You you point it out. You know, make your arguments, and then walk away. Once again, it's it's control. Um. I can't control the writing group. I can't control, say, what other writers are... You know, I, I could throw gold at them all day, but if, if you're not prepared... I keep mentioning to other writers, newer writers, that there, there are these things called conventions. And that you can... You could start a convention. You know, people do that. Uh, you know, get together with a bunch of people, um, solid professionals, instead of, say, volunteers. That, that is one thing about the local science fiction convention, is that it's volunteers. There are professionals swimming around, but there's a lot of people who it's... Uh, they're looking to get something, and just most recently... They weren't getting it. That there was something 
essential that was missing. I'm not saying I know what that is. For myself personally, I can say, but I, I'm not the one to be. <laughs> and two, I just I mean, I've distanced myself from these people now, right? I'm sort of I'm hiding within their the superstructure. I don't know if that's like a, the hunchback of Notre Dame, but it's kind of like that. The ghost in the machine. Which I feel like I've got to see again for some reason. Once was not enough. Okay, so there's this similarity between the convention, the writer's group, the outside situation that we live in. In a way, the, the government is a kind of convention that you know there are elections and there's disagreements about where the thing is going and that's that's the thing is that there's got to be this agreement you know at the core that there's some there's a purpose that they're all you know that we are all moving towards we're all part of this thing just thinking of the writers group as this very obvious example of that that you know we're I, you know, I was invited I'm trying to back up and what was it the the person who's probably you know anyways I was invited by her name is show show is it show Wiley but anyways it's show s-h-o and actually now I know <laughs> I know two shows. And, and it's interesting, I didn't really cross the wires there until I was like, oh yeah. One of them is very involved in, uh, and I've just met them, they're involved in science fiction conventions. They're down in the States, uh, just over the border in Washington. And they're from back east. But it's an example of, say, meeting people and uh, perhaps, too, they're going, oh, well, I don't like this person. Uh, but maybe they like the writing. I don't, you know. Or maybe, maybe it just comes down to the purpose. And they're sort of going, wow, I really like what, the, you know, where this per what this person's talking about. Not as a human being, but... <laughs> you know, okay, I'm on side, right? We're gonna uh, team up. So in, in the writer's group, uh, dynamic, there's a different dynamic. And I, I found myself talking about own voices and that, you know, yeah, I have an equity of diversity as far as my characters go, but in confronting, in, in my work right now, confronting my, my own racism, biases, my own, um, you know, say, blindness is not the right word, more like awareness, right? And, and I'm still finding that, you know, it's difficult. Uh, these things just, you know, get buried in and got to dig them out. It's kind of the yucky imagery, but that's the reality of it. And too, I'm going to spend the rest of my life uh, wrestling. And it's already easier because I'm, I'm practicing. Um, you know, I'm following this character who's, who's doing the same thing. And that sort of living through them vicariously, but in 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 the other, these other people's work, there's also this pain that I can see. So it's for me, it was a situation of both you know both listening, but also being able to share and, and say, you know, this is the deep, dark. Uh, you know, dangerous stuff that I'm 
that I'm dealing with. Just, just this week in France, a man had his head cut off because he shared information. He did not make cartoons of Allah. So these illustrations, depictions of Allah. And so we're still, we're still there. We're still dealing with barbarism and, you know, this, a mini fatwa. You know, who said, go kill this teacher? It's a teacher. And this, you know, this man uh, was murdered and brutally murdered. Just imagining the terror and his, his, uh, his, you know, his death. Knowing that this terrible thing is being done to them. The, the cruelty of it. Sharing, sharing these images in a country that enshrines you know, rights and freedoms. I was kind of hoping that, and I'm sure that there's some of the Muslim writers have, you know, of course have said something, you know, the more moderate, but there was also this silence that I could feel. And I was looking for and I didn't find a Muslim who was saying, I'm against that. Or... And that, that was difficult. I remember sitting there with one of, uh, one Muslim writer, a, a woman of, uh, of color, and that there was this argument going on. You know, they were complaining. It's everybody's right to complain. You know, that, that freedom of speech and say that I, you know, that I value that, but that there's others out there who don't, or it's so important. They're so afraid. And there's the word, that fear. This man died because others were afraid of him, you know, and what he could do shook the foundations of their belief, their identity. Moss, how is this connected to <laughs> your convention, your fear? You know, when we're not all on the same page, and when there's this great difference, and there's this huge uh, there's a need, and but also a desire. So need being, you know, we require some kind of psychological grounding. We require some kind of, you know, something that puts our feet on the ground, and and uh, so we don't get mentally ill, that we don't get addicted to something and that we don't go out and hurt other people and kill them, um, mutilate them. I think, yeah, and the French right away said, you know, it is an act of terrorism. And we're still there. So this is like 20 years later and we're, this is a thousand years later. And it's, it's not, and two, dare I say, it's impossible to put down the sword, put down the gun, put down the bow and arrow, the club, the fist. And the conflict in my, um, I've been in writing groups before, you know, and the, the conflict is at, at the heart of them. I don't remember this guy's name. 
you're such a jerk, like in his sort of joie de vivre, his passion. And I remember being at one writer's group where he kissed all the women and then he, he didn't kiss me. I think I got a hug and it was, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, it's like I would have delighted at the shock of it. But at the same time, I was, you know, you know, you jerk, you know, you'll, you know, you'll do your merry dance, but you won't do it with me. And it's good to be saying this and thinking about this. Uh, writers group, long time ago. Um, one of the writers is a, is a well-known poet. Yeah. Ish. Not, you know, not a, not a household name, but within the circle, you know, known. And very cool, very cool. But she was there, right? And so, <laughs> and too, that might, it might be a secret, right? You know, don't want to talk about that. But it, it was sort of like that kind of, um, You know, the, the drunken, the debaucher of, uh, you know, oh, art, literature, right? It's just, you know, these people have no morals and they, they do all kinds of licentious stuff. Some great words happening, great vocabulary. But not really. Uh, we're ruled by fear and we're ruled, and too, it shapes us. It makes us who we are. It makes us murderers. Um, I'm talking about somebody else who, you know, I, I, I've totally made a, I can, you know, I'm imagining their character, you know, what they look like. I'm profiling them. And remembering there was a Muslim guy in London, but he wasn't Muslim, right? He was a red-haired British guy, right? His He's got those auburn jeans, right? A pale skin. But there he is. You know, he's wearing his, the cap, the man's cap. He's got his beard. His hair is cut short, but he's got his long beard. And uh, wandering around, roughing people up in London. So desperate, right? So desperate, so angry. And they're right there, you know. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna use that. We're gonna start policing uh, with with our laws. Oh, boss, those are extremists. No, it's us. No, that's that's me. You know, to someone else, I'm an extremist. To someone else, I'm. I'm socialist or, you know, and to, to what degree, right? Oh, well, you're not really a socialist. And I would agree. I, I would love to put myself in, you know, a centrist position. What is that? What is the scale we are living on? So I zoom back to science fiction conventions. <laughs> Moss, you can't be an anarchist. <laughs> what was it? Uh, you know, here's me fresh out of the hospital, you know, with PTSD, and one of my uh, horrible aunties is telling me that I, I cannot, I cannot revolt against revolution, right? It's like, you know, <laughs> if, you're, if you're not revolting, you know, then you're square, right? Or you're, you're, you know, part of the problem. feels like a, being a living uh, sabot, a wooden shoe, sabotage, being thrown into the machinery. Ah, yes, my wooden shoe that I've carefully carved. Uh, in, some, in, in some great ways, uh, revolting, taking taking people, taking my community, uh, 
to a new place that's terrifying. Terrifying. They're so scared, taking my science fiction community to this place of, you know, say, true inclusion. Great, you know, we've got some, you know, white, you know, disabled people, some white LGBTQ plus people. It's very white. Yeah, and I know that there's a there's a couple people, you know, plus. But on the whole, and to the guests, and it's going to a place that is uncomfortable, right? And it's leaving the fantasy. Is the invitation. You know, let's let's throw off our identities and let's stop being so afraid. Let me draw you a picture. Moss, are you a prophet? Let's just get rid of all of that stuff. Let's get rid of all of those claimants and titles and belief. You, like say, making a comment, you know, the murderer, the person who did that, cr that crime, that committed that act of terrorism, which is, you know, that's a point of view. What did they do? In their mind, they're going, you know, I am a holy warrior. I'm an executioner. You know, I'm doing the will of, uh, you know, my deity of choice. You know, or the deity who's been splintered into various denominations that are religions. And now, you know, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir <laughs> you know, stands up and is making Christmas music. We're Christians too. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're doing something. You're doing something different. No, we're all in this together. There, there are ch churches. There are temples that seek to unite. I remember stumbling into one back in the good old days, and they just didn't know what to do with me. And uh, it was very cool. And so here I am. It's, it was in an old church, and they had set up. They had their throne, and they had the clothing of, uh, you know, the religious leader is there. The clothing is waiting, and the clothing is this kind of representation. I ended up at something else. There's a local, a public radio station locally. And I was, you know, I got involved and all of a sudden I found myself sort of on this tangent, right? And I'm, there's this cult, right? You know, and they're, you know, big wide eyes and, and uh, I, here I am appreciating the symbolism of the cult. Are science fiction conventions cultish? Is there a leader? I'm, I'm having this experience because I'm including, I'm including, because it's so, it was so important to me to be welcomed and to, to be on panels and all of a sudden I'm here, you know, it's my dream, you know, and I, uh, Say for for all of the squalor, the emotional squalor, the and the psychological squalor, uh, crawling to this event and and to knowing these people better and the shape that they're in, especially right now. And uh, you know, there's a lot of hope. There's a lot of healing. It's a, it's a huge amount of potential. And yet, you know, Zoom, uh, the Zoom socials, uh, this was for the writing. So this was on Tuesdays. And I've, I've been in one big argument and really weird. We're both on the same page, but we're upset. 
and, and we end up, you know, we're yelling, but we're not yelling at each other. <laughs> Maybe everybody else is sitting there going, you know, what's wrong with these two guys? Oh, they must really hate each other. And I, I, I actually like the other guy. Uh, and it's just that we're both from bad places. And uh, it's, it's good to say that. And, and to, you know, yeah. Let me paint you a picture. If I paint you a picture, if I paint you a cartoon of the prophet, even just in speaking of that, if I just say and describe, you know, okay, well, you know, there's this guy, Muhammad. He's not a guy. But he's a, you know, he's got the shape of a guy, right? And the whole experience is going off of the Mediterranean. So if you just take anybody from the Mediterranean, going east towards India. What is it, that Indo-European experience? That branching, beautiful tree that we're all part of. Out of Africa. But if I describe that, if I, you know, just in my words, you know, a picture, uh, was it a thousand words paints a picture? <laughs> I think that's the opposite. I saw a um, beautiful, I'm not sure if it was a graphic novel, but illustrations, uh, cartoons, comics, and it had to do with, I think it was French, and I'm just trying to remember if the whole thing was about uh, a prophet. And, and we never see the prophet, that the prophet is always um, bound up. We see the figure, but the face is never there. And in these comics, um, it's all about the experiences, you know, people experiencing this prophet. You know, it's very you know, supernatural and enchanting and mysterious. Lots of marvels happen. And I'm sitting there thinking now, too, that there was this comic quality to it in the sense of uh, parody and say, you know, I will still, I will draw your prophet, right? But we will never see the, the face. We will never see that person. We will never get, you know, a glimpse of that character. And yet it's always implied, you know, and so much is said in each panel. And yet, you know, I put it say I registered, especially now I'm registering that I understand what has been done and a much more vicious attack has happened. And yet, you know, this illustrator, you know, I'm sure who once they published, like this would be about 10 years ago, you know, that they went, okay, I am, I'm going to do, uh, you know, into much from myself, right? This valuing, you know, and saying no to a theocracy, right? To the the devaluing of the individual to that degree, right? There's no judge, jury, and executioner, right? So this is not an act of law and justice. Oh, but it is an act of law. So where does as I feel myself swirling to the finale here. Are we already there? I've got a few last words to go. <laughs> so, so fear, fear keeps us apart. The bogeyman, the bogeywoman. Um, I grew up with, you know, be careful, watch out. You know, somebody's trying to get you, do you? Um, even with all those warnings, my parents weren't there for the worst of it. So it was either this advice that was too late, 
or it had nothing to do with the advice. It had to do with just negligence. Well, where, where were you? Well, we gave you all of the warnings and the advice and everything and, you know, took you to that karate class. But, you know, in, in my case, that ought to have been there. Fear, the fear of my writing group is something happens when we're sharing and working because our stories are our stories, right? It's, it's our voice, it's us. The other two people in the writing group, I saw, I saw the thing that is paining them, right? It hurts to be declined. In life, you know, how, how could this be? This other person, they don't adore me. They don't know me. Uh, they're so terrified. You know, let's throw off our masks, you know, and let's live in this adoration. You know, and then, of course, like a footnote or a sub, sub thing, <laughs> a marginalia. Is, is this what defines the murder of a teacher who shows students who are new to this culture? You know, they're, that's what the teacher was doing. He was introducing them to France, you know, to Europe, this European experience. And it's so bizarre because Europe is connected to the Mediterranean. And, and yet here, here, here are these people. There are just as brutal people here in my city uh, who murder. Um, I dodged that bullet. And there were children who did not. They did not survive. Um, there's an, there was another uh, killer who, you know, it was women, prostitutes. Um, and that's not to say it stops. You know, is it that we manufacture these people? That, you know, there's a, a role for them to play. And then, of course, for me, it's like, you know, great. There's somebody sneaking up behind me and it's my turn. Uh, and that's no way to live. That's... To be a to be a prisoner, you know, you're told that you're free, but you're living in this much much larger prison. Is is it the desire to deface the individual? Is is that what this is about? Because it extends to just in the Muslim experience, you know, there's no there's no art that features people or humans, you can use calligraphy and, you know, create shapes and stuff, but not human figures. <laughs> so how do you recognize, you know, politicians and things like that? Okay, okay. Fear. Fear is the mind killer. And we're moving into the last few, final, the words, the last words. And uh, famous last words. It's important to get out to events. It's important to do Zoom uh, panels, convention panels or interviews. Uh, it's important to get out and do that and share. And it's difficult to get out of one's shell and leave these fears behind. Uh, there is that moment where the shackles fall off, and yet when you wake up the next morning, it's, it's the process of, you know, you start to undo them once again. The convention, um, the convention is, it exists uh, in order to confront a lack of uh, conscience. 
you know, and so that that's the rallying point, the rallying cry. Why write these books? What are they saying? Uh, so Lorene, is it Lorena? Anyways, Lorene, she's uh, part of the Canadian, and just to in general, right? The fandom or you know fantasy fiction. She's done publishing, but she had said during that um, social last week, she said, we are the conscience of the world. And we're saying things that it's essential. We grow up not hearing these words. And so it is to us to say, and gosh, do we have a choice? I don't think so. I don't think there's any choice involved. It's, it's about existing, you know, it's about, you know, living in the face of murder and terror and walking towards it, you know, and saying, you know, yeah, you're, that's the cost of doing business, especially in the, the realm of conscience. You know, the terrible pleasure, um, the terrible security of fear. Pleasure, pleasure in the sense of that it's, it's known. It's like that security blanket. Oh, well, yes. You know, my family was right. You know, my school was right. The, uh, the news was right. And yet, when we remove the face, when we remove that mask, what remains? It's us, it's you, and it's me. And that's the ultimate terror of, of losing your face. All right, take care. <laughs>